Welcome to the UK Ravens podcast, the only official, unofficial Baltimore Ravens podcast from the United Kingdom. I hope all our listeners stuck to the news and didn't panic, because the London tickets are out and we've pretty much all got them. We've pretty much all got them. That's a bold way to open the podcast without actually knowing if any of the listeners got tickets. But assuming for what we've seen in the WhatsApp groups through Twitter and uh, the socials, it looks like most people have got their tickets. Welcome back to the UK Ravens podcast. My name is Gaz Paul, and I'm once again joined by my solo friend who I met on the internet, the overlord himself, Ian Demain. How are you doing, Ian? We all know that you've got your tickets Goodell sorted them out firsthand for you, didn't he? But this is this is becoming quite the bit, isn't it? Quite the thing. <laughs> yes. Is this is this been a bit on the podcast? I know it's been a bit in the group no. and in the WhatsApp for a while. No. I couldn't remember if it's been a podcast bit yet. No, it definitely hasn't been a podcast bit, but I feel it's about to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing okay. We need to stop meeting like this. Just the two of us. People are going to yep. start talking, aren't they? So. Um, to fill everybody in on the bit, Ian, the overlord himself, has some got himself some good tickets for the game, haven't you, Ian? Whereabouts are you? Whereabouts are you sat? Is it next to Goodell? Are you next to Goodell and Harry Kane, or where, where is it? Your own box? I can't I, quite I, remember. I knew this was coming. This has been ongoing for a couple of weeks now since since I mentioned it. But yes, I did. I went early and I brought some premium tickets, um, which. Spoiler, my wife does listen to this podcast occasionally. And if she does, oh, I hope she knows. If, if she does, she, she, if, does, she does know, doesn't if she? If she does listen to this episode, then <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. As it's <laughs> once every six years, I thought I'd treat us to some nice tickets. So, um, yeah, I, I splashed out. We've got some premium tickets. Um, what block are we in? 308, I think, which is on the Raven sideline, but sort of towards towards the end zone, maybe about the 20 yard line, somewhere like that. And and Gaz finds this hilarious that I've got some premium tickets. No, no, no. I mean what what I find hilarious um is there was a lot of silence from Ian. So it it wouldn't Ian wouldn't be in the position that he's in had he just sort of dropped a message in that we've got, a, me and, I mean, me and Ian are in pretty much every group. But had he purchased the tickets and said, hi guys, let, just let you know, I've um, splashed out, um, taken the other half, so God for premium tickets. Instead, he just sort of sat in the corner, quiet as a mouse, while we were all putting together our plan for how we were going to get tickets, who was going to get in the queue, everything. Never said a word until we managed to get hold of a selection of tickets. Once we got hold of this selection of tickets, they were delegated out and we were looking at numbers and Ian went, well, we've, we've used um, nine of our 10 tickets. Who's the 10th for? And I looked at the list and thought, Ian's, Ian's naming the list. So I just put back and went, well, Ian's, is you, you forgot you, you forgot your ticket. You're like, oh, well, actually, actually, guys, I, I bought premium tickets three weeks ago. I just didn't, didn't want to mention anything. And had you just got ahead of it, we wouldn't have been where we are, but now, unfortunately, we are, we are where we are. So that's, that, that's, <laughs> that story's mostly true, listeners. Mostly. <laughs> what, what Gaz is failing to mention there is that, yes, I sorted my tickets and I was all fine and I was sat back in my chair thinking, well, I've got my tickets. I don't need to worry now. I could have left it at that. But I thought, do you know what? I What can I do to help out my friends? How can I be a good friend? And it turns out, if you know one email address in the NFL, they're a billion-dollar company. If you know one email address, you know them all. So I thought, <laughs> why not? I'll try it. I'll email Henry Hodgson at NFL UK 
and see if we can get something. That's not that's not the email address, by the way. That, it's not Henry Hodgson at NFL UK. It, it's not it's Henry Ho- Henry Hodgson who works at NFL UK. <laughs> it's not far off the email address, honestly. <laughs> it's really not that hard. And I didn't know his email address. I just had a guess at it and I sent an email. And in fact, I was talking to Shane some time ago and I'd completely forgot that I'd even sent this email. It a week, 10 days, maybe it took him to get back to me. And he said, yep, I can sort you out with a small block of tickets. And I thought, well, who can I share these tickets with <laughs> my podcast friends? And lo and behold, <laughs> these tickets were not the easiest to get hold of, by the way. It was an absolute pain in my ass. I had to be, to, to be totally clear. We've paid for these. They're, they're all paid for. We paid, we paid face value. We're not, we're not getting no. any sort of, they're, kickbacks they're, 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 they're all paid for it took me four hours waiting in the queue the tickets weren't where they were supposed to be when i got into my account they weren't sat there waiting for me numerous emails 24 hours later a little bit of a squeaky bum but these tickets are now secured they're all they're all paid for and for all gaz is getting at me about where my <laughs> seats are if anyone wants to find out where gaz is sitting just check out block 105. That's all I'll say. Just go and have a look on the on the little, you know, you can view from your seat. Block 105 is where Gaz will be sitting. Yeah, yeah. Ian might have Roger Goodell sat next to him, but I do have Justin Tucker sat in front of me. So um, swings and roundabouts. No, um, to, to give you an actual um, public thank you, thank you for taking the time out to email Handsome Hank and, and, and get that block secured for us. Um, spoiler alert, I mean, who's going to listen to this podcast that doesn't follow the Ravens? But to, if anyone else or you know a friend who is part of the UK Jets or something, they basically do this for every UK fan group. So if you know anyone like um, you've got a Titan, I mean, it's probably too late now, but a Titans fan, for example, who's in the UK Titans, um, if you reach out to the NFL UK, they are pretty good with us for the most part. And um, they, in fact, it was actually, who was it that told us? It was, was it the... Tampa Bay guy that told us about it for Munich on the podcast th- last year. I think the Tampa Bay guy did. And then the the Giants reached out, the, the UK Giants reached out and said that they uh, they spoke to someone at NFL UK. And while we're on this, we did talk, we, we talked briefly about trying to get a big block of tickets that we could share within within the group. That wasn't possible. We, we did ask them. That would have been fantastic. They're only just starting to do that for, for Jaguars games now where they're, they're sort of having whole sections of the stadium are going to be Jags fans. Uh, we, we did try it. It wasn't possible. We got a very small handful of tickets that, that we've, paid for again and and passed out between the podcast crew yeah we've also um a few of us um, shane i guess a few of us shane was the lead of this um got in there on the day and got his hands on some tickets as well so which we managed to delegate out to everybody um i mean Ian, let, let's just talk about the day i think um 150,000 i think someone had 150,000 people in front of them at one point which at the time at the time looked hideous now we've since seen numbers that have come out about the uh, Munich games. I think someone had three hundred thousand people in front of him. It was it was a real roller coaster on the day, wasn't it? But actually, if you sort of sat and you you, you sweated it out a little bit, once you got in, there was still even if, even at one hundred and fifty thousand people in front of you, there were still plenty of tickets available. Once once you managed to get in there, there? yeah, it, it was the normal Ticketmaster absolute horror show, wasn't it? Really, they um they opened up this virtual waiting room, whatever nonsense that that was and, and people were waiting in there from eight o'clock in the morning 
and you could log in at five to 12, I think, when, when the tickets went live and you just got allocated a random spot. So it didn't matter if you'd been waiting all that time or you'd been in for five minutes. You just got allocated a random spot in, in there. I heard tales of people waiting sort of four and five hours to get their go. Um, and, and most people that stuck it out did find tickets. We heard, we heard people that, that missed out. Um, I think that was more so people looking for sort of blocks of three and four tickets. I think if you weren't that fussy and you were, you were happy to go for a one or a two, you, you were getting them. And, and even today I've had people message on Twitter. So where are we now? We're, we're way down the line saying that they logged into Ticketmaster today and then, and there's tickets available. They, they brought sort of single game tickets on there today when everything's calmed down. Um, tickets have appeared on these horrible resale sites. Please, please don't pay the money for them. These tickets will be available. People are asking in the Facebook, in the WhatsApp, on Twitter, and, and tickets are being shared around at face value. So please don't, don't pay over the odds for these tickets. Yeah, I mean, UK Ravens and the UK Ravens group, I mean, it's just a, an all-round pat on the back. We're going to have to do some special mentions in a moment, but just an all-round pat on the back for how everybody dealt with it that day. I mean, if you listen to the podcast and you're not already in the WhatsApp groups, uh, I can't but I can't believe that there's many people that are in that position. But the the WhatsApp groups were incredible on the day of right guys. I mean, I've got I've I've got four tickets. Um, I only need two. Who wants the two? Hand up, get them. As we've talked about in the past, there's a few WhatsApp groups. Um, you've got um, a few offshoots. As um, Joshua, we're going to interview in a minute. It's telling us about there's a few fantasy offshoots, a few meetup offshoots. There's messages getting shared around all the various offshoots and, and people coming together. If I saw something come up on the WhatsApp group, there's a couple of tickets available and there's someone on Facebook saying, I need two tickets. We were like, we were sort of like cross-platform linking people up and sort of actually by seven, eight o'clock in the night, the the groups all sort of went quiet. The people who, the people who were, who were, who were switched on on the day and, and were wanted, had the money to commit to the tickets, wanted to commit to the tickets. By eight, nine o'clock, you, you looked at the groups and there, there was maybe one or two people left disappointed and, that that is, I mean, that is fantastic. That the representation that the Ravens are going to have at this game is is going to be is going to be so so good. Um, Ian, how's it been since? I mean, I've sort of kept an eye on Facebook. That's been fairly quiet. People, like I say, the odd person here and there, but they're still getting linked up for tickets for the most part. How, how's it been on Twitter? Yeah, we we've we're getting a couple a day. We get a couple of people a day, sort of say, um, "Have you heard of any tickets going?" But but we get maybe one or two that that are messaging us saying they've got spares. So we're pointing them in in the right direction. As I say, one one guy messaged me today and said he just went on the Ticketmaster site. There is there is a Ticketmaster official resale site now. I think where people who've brought season tickets and and fans of other teams who who don't want to go and see the Ravens play the Titans, maybe um, they they can post their tickets up for face value now. So. Um, hold, hold in there. If you, if you, if you want a ticket, like Gaz said, most people I think are, are pretty much sorted now that, that are going to be listening to this. You, you're going to be proper Ravens fans. You're in a WhatsApp group. I haven't seen too many people screaming and shouting saying they, they haven't been able to get one. So, um, if, if you are in need, reach out and, and we'll try and point you in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a, a couple of shout outs, um, on the day. I mean, the first one has got to go to, um, Andy Mantle, Mance, as he's, um, known in the WhatsApp group. I mean, I think Andy, I think he maxed his credit card out on the day. He was, ju- he was just, he was militant with it. He was in there. He was out of there. I think 
Um, I think there was a joke earlier on that were 15,000 people in the queue and 14,000 of them were mans in various, various browsers and various email addresses. But it was, it was just, it was just delegating them like there was no tomorrow. There was tickets going everywhere. I think he must have got nearly 20 people into that game. Um, absolute hero on the day, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he was. And, he, and he's still going today. I think he, he messaged this morning saying he had one ticket left, you know, and uh, maybe he was, there was, it was really funny. There was people sharing tips of how to get in the queue as well. And they had all the sort of different browsers open with all their different positions in the queue. He, he'd obviously cracked it and I don't know what he does for a job, but his credit limit on his credit card is, <laughs> is, is right up there. So yeah, I mean, he maxed that thing out, obviously. Yeah, that's really good. Um, a couple of other men- honourable mentions. Um, Gary Courtney. We've just we've literally just gone through back through the WhatsApp group and and just seen who was who after a quick scroll was active that day. We're, we're the worst people at taking notes. So um, if you do feel like you're active in the group and we've not mentioned you, please accept our apologies. But um, Gary Courtney, he was very active on the day, linking people with tickets, and our own Shane Richmond, who was in there and doing a bit of um, cross-platform linking up. Um, as I did, Ian, you've been doing on Twitter. Uh, Ben's been doing a really good job with it. So um, it's been a really collaborative effort. But that that, that stadium is going to be majority. It's, it's a Raven. It's a Ravens home game. It, there's no way that the the tight the UK Titans have, have pulled off anything like what we've done. I just, I just can't see how they've done it because what you get in the um, London games, anyone who hasn't been, is the known as having a Super Bowl atmosphere. As, as Ian says, it. Um, I said as Ian says thinking we've already recorded the interview. You haven't heard it yet, so Ian hasn't said it yet. Ian's <laughs> going to say in a moment. Um, when he was at a Twickenham game the other year, it, um, there was a, a guy in a Raven shirt. It was just, there's, just, there's people everywhere, isn't there? So you, you're going to see all 32 um, fan bases um, on show and represented at the game. I just I can't see how the UK Titans and the Titans fan have, have gone and done what the what the UK Ravens have done for this one. Yeah, the the Ravens were really well rep- represented last time they came over, and I think a large part of that was the American contingent that came over. There was there was a big UK Ravens following back then, but it was quite fractured. I think we're much more of a, a, a together unit now. Um, sort of the Twitter and the Facebook and the WhatsApps have all joined up, and and there's a lot more of us. We've we've grown since then, since since that that coming together. Um, talking about the showers, I, I do just want to go back to Shane quickly and just say that Shane brought six tickets. He, he already had his his tickets sorted out. He brought six tickets on his on his credit card, which he's now passed on to to other Ravens fans. And there's going to be six Ravens fans sat together in the stadium. And um and there's three different groups and there's a, a lovely uh lady that's coming over from Maryland uh that that interacts with our Twitter all the time that, that missed out on tickets. There's three English lads who who are gonna be there, and there's a guy who I forgot his name, but I wanted to give him a shout out, who's coming all the way from Australia on his own. And he brought one of Shane's tickets and he's never seen the Raven oh. he's never seen the Ravens play before. He wants to go to a, a Premier League game or a, a championship game or something while he's over here. Um, and he, yeah, as I say, he's flying all the way over from Australia on his own. Well, yeah, that'll actually work out really well for him because, um, on the Friday at Wembley, it's England, the Australia men's national team. There you go. So, Perfect. Um, so yeah, for those, anyone, international listeners that are following, when they do the NFL games, it tends to be on a, the Premier League's international break. So you're going to really struggle to get to a Premier League game. Um, but you have got England national team playing at home at Wembley on a Friday night. If you're not coming to the UK Ravens event on the Friday night, that feels like a 
pretty good place to go, a pretty good night out if you're going to go. Get to see both the NFL stadiums in in one weekend as well with England playing there on the Friday. So, um, so yeah, that'd be, that'd be that'd be really good for him. So, um, yeah, just just to button this all back up, it, it was just been honestly. I, I went to bed on um, the night of the twenty second. I just felt so just full, just full of joy and everything. It was such like so good to see like the Ukrainian community come together as it as it did and. Um, we were all very much looking forward to getting together and uh, and and sharing a pint um, or maybe two or three, depending on how you fancy. Um, come October, Ian. But speaking of that, in in the midst of everyone's ticket crisis, I decided, all right, okay, well, it all happened very quickly. Really, <laughs> I thought we'll pop a little form together. Um, we'll just start getting um, some people's um, early registration. I'm, I'm thinking about coming to the event and the response has been absolutely um, staggering, hasn't it? To the point that we closed it within a week, I think. We decided to close the pre-registration. Yeah, so you, you sort of popped in our little group. Oh, I think this would be a good idea. We can sort of see what, what numbers we're, we're looking at, we're dealing with. And within an hour, you, you'd made this form. It was impossible to get your date of birth on it. Oh, but it we, was not We digress. Um, <laughs> And, and, and we fired this form off thinking, you know, some people might reply to it and, and we'd be okay. And the response was ridiculous. If you've responded to that form, thank you very much. Well done. If you haven't, it's going to be a real struggle for you to get into to some of these events that we're putting together. Um, I'm, I'm not sure that these things are ever going to hit general sale. Like the, the numbers we've had are just uh, staggering. Like I, I wasn't expecting. The, the response we had and, and how quick it was either. Yeah, so um, just to give you some um, numbers, I'm sure everyone's fed up looking at numbers and charts due to Foz's uh, presentation. Shout out, Foz. Everybody loves the chat. Um, we had 423 people respond to our pre-registration within a week. Um, so there's 423 people signed up for um, tickets to these events. But that, what you've all got to bear in mind is that doesn't include anybody who's not in the UK Ravens group, when we got to the tickets required section, I did ask people to put down um, if we, how many tickets required for people outside the UK Ravens, that's like myself who's bringing my other half, or you bring in a group of friends that maybe aren't Ravens fans or are not in the groups. We, we're currently estimating the um, tailgate, the Sunday morning, the tail, the people who want tickets at the tailgate, it's going to be over six, maybe over 700 people that are signed up. Um, it's a similar number for the bar on the Saturday night. Um, a little bit lower on the Friday. Obviously, a lot of people are coming in on on the Saturday or just coming in for the Sunday morning. Um, but we've got we've got some we've got some really strong numbers. We're going to have a um, a really strong um, UK Ravens showing. We've got Ian. Absolutely nothing we can tell you at the moment. Is there? No, we we can't share anything. We have we have got sort of plans in motion. Um, we are talking to the Ravens. You might have seen us announce the <laughs> official Ravens team pub uh, in London, which we were told by the Ravens that we could do. And then we got an email from them the next day saying, well, it is going to be here, but we haven't signed the contract yet. So please, can you take those down for a minute? Um, I wouldn't lose any sleep. That's that's where it's going to be. If you're around that area, then great. Just to put those numbers into context, for any of you that came to the Admiralty last time where we had the basement, I think we had between 100 and 150 people in that room. Um, 
and and that sold out i think ben sold that out within an hour so uh, me talking about how the group's grown the the saturday event is going to be at least double that maybe a bit more and then the tailgate which we can't tell you anything about rest assured gaz is in charge of it and if i know if i know gaz this is going to be insane it will be a ridiculous thing you you're not going to want to miss this um that's going to be even bigger yeah the um we're expecting well i'll say we're expecting assuming nothing changes for what we know back of house um the numbers for the quote unquote official team pub on the Saturday night are, are dire um we, we, it's 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 a similar size venue to where we were in 2017 there might be only 100 people getting there if you can get in there and have a beer great um the one thing you probably should know is the UK Ravens event is going to be running separately to the official team pub um, in a venue that's much bigger, we think we can hold 400. Can we? Yeah. Um, so we can hold 400. We're going to, uh, we, we won't say too much yet, but we're going to try and get some sort of um, wristband set up where you don't have to basically commit to one or the other. You can sort of come and go as you please, go into one. I think we've got our venue on the Saturday from early afternoon. So we can, you can sort of come and go as you please throughout the day. Um, but the, the I'd say the majority. Well, it's going to be the majority of us because there's 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 easily more than a hundred of us um, are going to be in a different venue um, within about two hundred meters. Is it? Ian? Uh, it's, it, it, it's a bit further than that. Yeah, it's it's within a mile. It's walkable in sort of ten fifteen minutes between yeah. ven- between venues. Uh, and, and as Gaz says, the plan is that that our our event will run all day. You'll have a wristband. You can move backwards and forwards. Um, and, and you're not going to miss out if you're at one or the other. There's, you know, there's going to be things going on at both. So, yeah, don't don't panic. Perfect. Right. Okay. We have um, extended our Wire Raven section to two interviews now. So we're going to be joined by Josh Singleton, who's going to tell us why a Raven. So we'll go to that interview now, and then we will jump back and talk about the absolute scraps of Ravens news that are there to be talked about. So let's go to that interview. Right now, have I got a jingle? This one. Right, so it's really becoming a thing now. This is the second one we're doing. So the Wire Raven segment continues. It lives on. And this week we are joined by Josh Singleton. Welcome to the podcast, Josh. How's things? Well, yeah, I'm all good, thank you. Uh, Excited to be on here. Oh, good stuff. So let's jump straight into it then. Where, where it tells a bit about you, where you're from, how old are you, what, what brought you to the, the UK Ravens podcast? So I'm from Mansfield in Nottinghamshire. Um, I'm 32, so I've been following football for a while, um, fortunately. <laughs> and I found you guys through the uh, WhatsApp group, the UK Ravens. Um, I bumped into a guy at the a London game last year and. Uh, he sort of chucked me into the WhatsApp group, which is a bit of a baptism by fire. <laughs> was, it, was it you, Ian? It definitely, this, it definitely wasn't me. It definitely wasn't me. No, no. The, the WhatsApp group's a lot of fun, though. It's, it's, it's great. There's a there's a lot of a lot of good people in there who are all sharing their stories and 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 bits and pieces. So let's hear your story. Why the Baltimore Ravens? Why, when you got into American football, did you think that's that's the team for me? I think I'm going to have something a bit unique here. Um, I actually used to sit up like most people did in their teens till like three in the morning, playing computer games, watching whatever's on the TV in the corner. 
and I happened one Sunday night to have the Super Bowl on, and it was the Arizona Cardinals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I fell into this story about Kurt Warner being a, a shopping assistant to a quarterback and he'd gone through the leagues with the Rams and then he'd end up with Arizona. And it was just like, I need this guy to win. And of course, the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers ruined it. So from that day, I vowed to hate on the Pittsburgh Steelers and find out who the rivals were. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. So I thought, I'll give them a go. Um, and that f- that first season in 2009, I just, I didn't know what I liked about the sport and it, it was defense. And that's what the Ravens are made to be. <laughs> I know we're going a little bit the other way um, with Lamar Jackson, but we are predominantly a defensive team and, and well, franchise. And I've always loved that about it. Absolutely. Why why not a Cardinals fan then? If you if you sat up and <laughs> and watched the first game, it, I mean, it's a similar story to me. I, I sort of watched my first Super Bowl and just went in there and picked the team, and it was the Baltimore Ravens. And and here we are. I've been mean, years later. How, how did you come out of that game hating the Steelers that much that you didn't just support the team that <laughs> they played against? It was probably more, I, I fell for Kurt Warner as a quarterback and as a guy, I quite liked him. I liked the fact that, was, and at the time, I was only young, but I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, and I was, I think I was working at Asda at the time. Um, other supermarkets are available. <laughs> <laughs> That's our sponsorship down the drain. <laughs> and yeah, um, he retired, obviously, after that game, so I decided I'd go somewhere fresh. I, I, I grew up being a, a Newcastle fan in English football and uh, did, had that choice taken away from my family, so I thought, I want to choose my own. And uh, just to be honest, it was it was from the moment I watched that defence and, and the Ravens playing. Ray Lewis, obviously, for everybody, watching him fly around, I was just like, yeah, linebacker's my favourite position, so... <laughs> Absolutely. So, have you, have you ever seen the Ravens play? Then, have you? Were you at, were you at, the, were you at the faithful game in 2017? Have you ever managed to to get overseas to to see them abroad? No, my uh, dad broke my heart. I wanted tickets to go watch them at Wembley, <clears throat> and he paid for probably a month before a family holiday um, to go to Mallorca. Josh, I think he's doing you a favour. Well, yeah, he did in the end. But I remember sitting on the flight to Mallorca, being all sullen and muddy because I could have got tickets and I ended up not buying them. Um, and then I watched it in a bar in Porto Pienso and Milk. And as it went horribly wrong, I slowly <laughs> smiled at my dad to say, oh, <laughs> I didn't want to go wish, anyway. <laughs> I wish I'd been in a bar in Mallorca and not went with that day. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell me about it. Are you, um, are you, have you got tickets for, the, for this year? Were you, were you part of the Don't Panic crew? Did you manage to pick up tickets on the day? Uh, I actually went before. I have a friend who's a Spurs fan um, nice. who wasn't that bothered, and they obviously got the premium tickets. And I thought I'm not missing it this time, so I just I just went early and bought some and thought, you know what, it, it's an it's an opportunity to go. I'll I'll, I'll pay whatever that is and enjoy it. Nice. Sat behind the Titans bench though, so I might have to shout some abuse at very very well. <laughs> God, on the podcast with two overlords today, both of you sat up in your boxes, drinking champagne, <laughs> eating caviar, while. Us, us lowly Ravens fans are somewhere just in the stadium, hopefully um, enjoying the sunshine and not the rain. Did it rain last time the Ravens played? Or was that just in my head? No, that was, was yeah. Like, we, were just, we were just internally miserable. You're just that sad, sad gif, aren't you, of the man <laughs> underneath the rain cloud? No, I don't think it rained, but it was, yeah, it was raining in my heart. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens then. Um, you've, you've already mentioned Ray Lewis. Um well, let's talk about some some players throughout the years that have sort of stuck with you and and stuck in your heart as 
maybe like your favorite current Raven, and then again, your favorite all time Raven. It, it can be, you can go for a couple here. We're not going to hold you to the fire and make you pick one. Yeah. Um, I've never, in, in sport, I've never been a fan of having my favorite players the best player on the team. I always obviously love people like Ray Lewis and Ed Reed um, and Joe Flacco for what they did. Um, but I actually prefer those people that sort of do the hard work and don't get noticed as much. So I think for me, past time, it was Pitter. But then nice. I fell in love with Yander. Nice. Um, just, he just used to maul everyone, never let anyone pass. And for me, it was just watching him play. And weirdly, he never looked that big. When you watched him on TV on his own, he didn't look that big. Obviously, when he stood next to someone like Ray Rice, he was pretty big. <laughs> but I just liked his ethic. He used to go off in the summer and and just, he'd be, he'd be skinny and just be like, you're not a lineman. And then three months later, he's pack it all on and off he is in the trenches, destroying defensive linemen on other teams. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Ravens did really good with like the content for Yander as well, didn't they? They always managed to catch him because he was one of the like, um, Obviously, the main guys in the team. You had a lot of that sort of like behind the scenes footage. There's um, one of the videos of I think Lamar Jackson's early touchdowns where Lamar's in the pile and Yander's like slapping him on the helmet, and it's like it's like really like halt them. Obviously, just driven someone over the lines. It's a really like wholesome moment. I think I think the Ravens and the Ravens media team do a good job of like helping Yander being quite a big star. Yeah, I think, and as well, you remember of the years of the lineman. It was usually Michael that got a lot of the NFL media attention but Yander was sort of more the, the Ravens attention I would have thought but but yeah there was him and obviously Pitter um, there was just something likeable about him he's very similar to Mark Andrews they were both very good obviously Andrews is probably a little bit more um, pushing to that elite status with tight ends um, but Pitter just he just did the hard yards it was always in the middle but he just had those injuries that put him off towards the end but, it, but he, he got us that, he helped us get that Super Bowl so he'll always be in our hearts as fans. You've talked about a couple of past Ravens there. Have you got a current Raven that's that's a favourite? We're we're big on jersey numbers here. Have you got any jerseys hanging up in in the closet? Any any current Ravens that you that you favourites of? Well, my, my jersey's actually all players, bar one, which is Lamar Jackson. Um, I do plan on getting a new, a purple one for this game because my my, little, my current one's black, um, and I want to help with the purple in, on the on the day. Um, and I've got the Mover jerseys of Hello Inata. Uh, I've got a, a Jimmy Smith um, salute nice. service one. Solid. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I plan on probably getting either a Tucker while we've still got him. Um, but at the moment, my favourite player is probably Humphrey. Um, I know I said about. I just can't buy that 44 jersey. Terrible just, number. Just awful yeah, number. It's a bad number. <laughs> awful um, number. Is that, is that where your head's going? Are you joining the um, kicker jersey crew? Shane will be very, very disappointed in you. I, th- I think it's, it's weird because obviously again, I'm not a big person myself. I'm only five foot eight and weigh probably about 11 stone. So wearing a, a lineman jersey feels a bit like sacrilege. So Tucker's <laughs> probably a bit more what I'm built like. <laughs> but um, I do like Linderbaum. Um, nice. There's there's a bit of he was my sort of bet on who we'd draft in the obviously in the NFL draft, and a lot of people said he wouldn't come to us because his style. Um, I had a bit of a uh, a chat with a guy on the WhatsApp um, where we were going backwards and forwards who we'd pick, and I was adamant it was going to be Linderbaum, so he's sort of stuck in my head with him. So I might get one of his to be fair, but it might need to be ordered sooner rather than later. 
I like I love the idea of a Linda Baum jersey. Linda Baum, you'd be one of a very few. Like if if not the only one there, you, if his family are coming, there's maybe a few there. But that's a really like awesome rare jersey to see. Tucky us just sort of blend in with the crowd a little bit. So yeah. my vote's on my vote's on Linda Baum though. Yeah, I'm, think- I'm very keen on that. We've done previous games. I'm very keen this game to go around and try and find as many individual jerseys as I can. Um, and there's going to be tons of Lamar jerseys. They're, they're going to be yeah. everywhere. But I remember going to Twickenham one year and a guy had a Morgan Cox jersey. And I just thought that was the, <laughs> the greatest thing ever. Like, who's got a Morgan Cox jersey? And he was wearing it proudly. The oh, Ravens obviously weren't playing. It was at Twickenham. But there he was just walking down the high street. And I just thought that was that was brilliant. So I'm going to be on the lookout for, for any odd jerseys this, this time around. Um, so what, what about a favourite a favorite game from the Ravens or a favourite moment? Maybe you've got a, a game and a moment. Maybe they're two different things. Uh, one of my friends is a Patriot fan. Put those boos in now because you know they all are. But he, he does actually have family connections in Connecticut, so I'll let him off. But I remember sitting with a group of them um, and we beat them in the uh, AFC uh, conference title. And he just wouldn't take it. It was just a great <laughs> moment in my life to watch us beat them. Um, so that's probably my favourite game, um, favourite moment. <laughs> As much as winning the Super Bowl is up there, it's got to be that Jacoby Jones ta- uh, catch because it just felt like it was over. Yeah. And he just flung it out there, Flacco, and, and the guy fell over and he caught it. And <laughs> that obviously, the haze in the barn shout from the commentators just in your head forever. <laughs> do, do you remember where you were when that happened? Because I can remember vividly where I was. And it was, yeah. for anyone that stayed up and watched that game, it was probably about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. My wife was in bed. I'm jumping up and down, screaming the house down. I got in so much trouble for that. Can can you remember the exact moment? Did you watch that live? Can you remember? Yeah, I, I woke up my family because I was downstairs watching it and I did exactly the same on the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> again, it was a little bit starting to go wrong. And um, yeah, Jacob Jones caught it and I obviously lost my mind running around the living room, um, dog wondering what's going on. And then... Uh, getting a stern look from my mum when she comes through the um, living room door to be like, what is going on? To which I then like <laughs> danced around with her like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I do remember where it was. I, I can't hear anyone talk about the Malahar Miracle anymore without thinking about Gordon McGuinness being yep. in the toilet in the stadium. That's just the, that, 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 that memory will die with me forever. If <laughs> him going all the way out to Denver to watch that game and being in the bathroom for the Malahar Miracle. That is just, I'll never ever be able to hear anyone describe it again. Shout out Gordon McGuinness if you're listening. Um, Okay, so that's sort of it from us. Before we let you go though, you mentioned that you're in the WhatsApp group. Are you you an active member of the WhatsApp group or are you you just one of these like me that sort of clears the notifications most nights unless I need something? Uh, I drop in and out. Um, There's two I'm in. One of the good things about the group is that there's branch out groups, so there's a few, and that's to do with the fantasy leagues. Um, yep. I'm in a, in a fantasy group chat, um, and you end up feeling a bit closer to those guys, um, just because you're dealing with them more and you start to get to know them. But I've also joined, again, another little branch out, because we're going to meet up, I think as, there's going to be plans to meet up for games in places nice. across the country. Um, and I did put my name down for the tickets for the meet-up, the game day against the Titans. Yep. So hopefully I'll get to meet a few people and... Um, you tend to see the same sort of names and then the odd new people popping in and out. Um, and I did force a friend to join it that is a Ravens fan who's not said anything yet. So, 
quiet observer, much like myself. Um, other than the WhatsApp groups, then, Josh, where can we find you? Are you active on Instagram, Twitter, anything like that? Yeah, just myself. Um, I'm on Instagram, but it's just, just that's just private, I guess. It's um, happy for any Ravens fans to to add so they can look at my great seats at the uh, Titans game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it, I just uh, follow the Ravens on there. Follow them on the on their Facebook group as well. Perfect. So what's your Instagram handle? And drop your Instagram handle, and we might get a few get those followers numbers up with some Ravens fans. Yeah, it's Joshua Singleton three one three. Perfect. Cool. Well, thanks for that, Josh. Thanks for coming on and explaining why a Raven. We've enjoyed having you. And um, as you mentioned, yeah, you've got your tickets um, in the the Overlord tier, as we're calling it. So um, we look forward to seeing you again. We've got loads of exciting things coming up. So um, it'd be nice to get together and have a beer before the game. And um, yeah, thanks again for, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to talk to you guys. Cool. All right. Thanks, Josh. Have a good thanks, night. Thanks, Josh. Man. Cheers. There goes Josh to discuss why a Raven. Good interview with Josh there. It's nice to nice to have someone. We've got a couple more in the emails waiting to get to. Um, a few people reached out to the WhatsApp and such as well. But if you haven't already, please email us at ukravens at gmail.com or get in touch through the WhatsApp, through Twitter, however. Let us know if you want to come on. It's really easy. We, we're really friendly. We make it super, um, super fun and super relaxed. So um, come on and tell us about your um, journey to becoming a Baltimore Ravens fan. Okay, talking about those Baltimore Ravens, let's get into the news. Ian, let's get into the news. What news have we got? <laughs> crickets. Absolute <laughs> crickets. This is the the official dead point of the NFL season. There's very little going on. Everyone's off the 4th of July holiday anyway. Um, so about the, the, the best we can do is Lamar Jackson working out with Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham down in Florida, I think throwing, yeah. throwing balls around on the beach. It's like a scene from Top Gun, isn't it? They've, they've all got their shirts <laughs> off. I mean, if I looked like one of them, I'd probably run around with my shirt off all the time as well. But, um, yeah, that, that's, that's about it. I've seen some people complaining sort of Bateman's not there and Duvernay's not there. Well, Bateman's still got a poorly foot. So I think we can let him off. Duvernay, we don't need to worry about this is this is for Lamar to get used to Beckham and Flowers get some yeah. some rapport with them how he throws the ball how they like to run their routes that that sort of thing I don't need, think we need to dig too deep into who is and who isn't there yeah it's it, I mean it's obviously you, you love to see Odell Beckham out there you didn't we assumed going into this it, it was going to be healthy having had a full year off you um you sort of sometimes forget. You think Odell Beckham's coming off an injury, but he's had a whole season sat out doing nothing. So um, it should be it should be read up and ready to go, and certainly looks it. Um, he does look good, doesn't he? He looks really good. But it's only the one hand catch thing. That, that mm. that's that, that's not going away. I think um, I'd seen a thing of him catching one on training, and um, everyone like, oh wow. And I think it was Zay Flowers that like, no, he hate it when people do that. Like, <laughs> stop doing that. Um, which was, yeah, good to see. So, yeah, training camps happened. I guess that's something we could talk about. Um, there was a little bit coming off the back of training camp. But, I mean, honestly, most of it's surrounded Lamar, Zay Flowers, and OBJ. That every, all the media coverage we're seeing, that, that's, 
You can tell why the Ravens media team are enjoying spending the time this summer, can't you? Yeah, and and I mean the content team are absolutely loving it. And and why wouldn't you with with those three? I mean, you just point a camera at them and, and let them go. I see Lamar today was was working out not with the entire gym in in an entire gym. So I, I'm not really sure what's <laughs> what's happened there. He was pushing a sled around, and he's he's grown his hair out. His, his hair's huge at the moment, so he's going to have to sort that out before he goes under a helmet. But um. But yeah, it's, it's good to see him him working, and he looks like he's enjoying himself again. And he had this real downer, didn't he, last year? But he seemed happy, and he's he's laughing and joking and and, and playing football, which is good to see. Yeah, I mean, it's really good to say, and we should we should bear in mind these are um the, these are three people throwing the football around on a beach in late June, early July. There's we're not without James here. We're not the sort of podcast that's going to to dig too deep into that and how um, Odell Beckham's looking coming out of his break or anything like that. It's just, it, it's just good to see these guys working together and, and, and have that rapport. And you just hope that Odell Beckham's going to stay healthy this year because it, it looks, it looks really exciting. And Bateman, he will come whether we'll see how Bateman looks at the start of the year as we get into um, mini camp, then into preseason and how, um, how that injury looks, that's going to, that's going to be really crucial in, in the early stages. I, I'm definitely not concerned that he's, he's not out there at the moment. Um, Marlon Humphrey is too busy on with stupid takes on Twitter to, <laughs> to, to be to be worrying about to be worrying about at this time of year. He's gone. Um, he's he's gone full off season mode. Hasn't yeah, he? I, I I did. Um, I, I dropped into Marlon's DMs today and invited him on the show for his. <laughs> I sort of went in with the. I know you don't like coffee, but what are your views on English tea? Hoping that I'd get a, <laughs> I'd get a response. I got nothing from him. Pat Ricard did actually get back to me and said he couldn't do today, but in the future, that's twice nice. now. That's twice now he said to me, mm, "Get back to me." So I'm not sure whether he's just playing the long game with me, but yeah, yeah. twice now. Well, well, hold ho- hold on, hold on, listeners. Pat Ricard may or may <laughs> not be coming. Uh, you'll have to listen to every episode to to find out. Um, other, other than that, like I say, cricket's really, I mean, even with the discussions with the Ravens in regards to the London game, most of their email bounce backs now say out of the business for the next two weeks. So um, they're all taking a bit of a, a long deserved break. And um, that's, that's, that's sort of okay, really. Um, around the league, again, not much going on. We probably should re- mention Ryan Mallet, who sadly lost his life last week over the weekend. Yeah, um, over the weekend um, during a, I think it first came out as a swimming accident, but we're now saying it's um, some kind of sunstroke. the The message here is just, just don't with the open water. It's just it, it it's so gnarly. Like you get out there, I do a bit of surfing, a bit of paddleboarding. If you're not used to being in that, um, and by no means am I a professional, and I'm trying to say I'm I'm okay. If you get a little bit of a riptide when you're out there, because I've been stuck in it. It's absolutely terrifying. So um, as you get out into the beaches, into the sea over the summer, just just be careful out there because um, you get caught in one of those riptides. And it, it's just a reminder that we're assuming Ryan Mallett hasn't fallen off an athletic cliff. He's, he's been an NFL quarterback. He's probably still in pretty good shape with pretty good shoulders and arm strength. And the fact that this has taken him just proves that us mere mortals are are there for the taking with the ocean are we? yeah and um ho- hopefully come october this stat will will change but ryan mallet currently the only ravens quarterback that's ever thrown a touchdown pass uh in in london 
Wow. Was it Ryan Mallet? It was the start of that game. He didn't start the game. Joe, oh, Joe Flacco oh, started the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Mallet yeah, finished it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all, all coming back to me now. Oh, God. Why have we gone down this route? <laughs> oh, God. Right. No, that's enough, Ian. That's enough. Everything always all, comes back to that game. All I needed was Ryan Mallet was the only person to throw a touchdown that day in a game that Joe Flacco started in Wembley. Um, nothing else from you, Ian? All good? No, all good. All good. All good. Okay, well, we'll be back sometime in the next couple of weeks. Um, it, it's pretty quiet out there. We're going to sort of hang on until there's um, something interesting to talk about. Um, two podcasts on the bounce, just me and Ian now. So you may be able to tell that um, our the other members of the podcast are, are all very busy with their lives at the moment. So we're doing everything we can to try and get some content out to you. Um, but no content is better than bad content. So we'll be back when we have something interesting and exciting to talk about. Hopefully, that will be some kind of announcement with the various events that are going on in London town surrounding the Ravens game in October. If you, like Josh, would like to be involved with the show, please email us at ukravenshow at gmail.com. Come on, tell us about why a raven, all that fun stuff, and get involved. And until next time... Let's go, Ravens. Thank you for listening to the UK Ravens podcast. This podcast is created, hosted and produced by members of the UK Ravens. Join the community on social media at UK Ravens and facebook.com forward slash UK Ravens. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the UK Ravens podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to your favourite podcasts. To be involved with the show, email us at ukravenshow at gmail.com. For more info, links, and to stay up to date, visit www.ukravens.com. After we, we'll come back in with... Uh, I come back in with transition now. Um, powered by Riverside FM. No, Tune 6. Bennett's like this one. This actually should be the theme to the podcast. This is way better than the guitar. Is it the voiceover? I didn't mind that. I'm not quite sure the ending, but I didn't good, mind that. Good bass. There we go. Anyway.